released on Sunday, March 9, 2014, in St. Louis, Missouri. This Agile Life, Episode 39, Do Not As I Do. The software industry transforms more and more every day. Agile methods are quickly replacing traditional ones. The question is, are you agile enough? This podcast is devoted to agile and lean software development. Time to welcome your agile coaches on This Agile Life. Hello, everyone. I'm the host of This Agile Life, John Sextro, and I am all by myself today. For this show, it will be just me and only me for reasons that I will discuss in a moment. I've always wanted to do one of these shows all by myself and today I will get that chance. As a result, I think that this show will be significantly shorter than our normal shows since I won't have my famous co-hosts to rely on for their witty banter and their insightful comments. Today on the show, I'm going to cover a couple of topics that uh, I want to discuss. First off, we're going to give an update on our booster campaign with the People Work Here t-shirts that we just recently wrapped up. We're going to talk about collecting some information for a show retrospective. We're going to announce a new service, and I'm going to speak a little bit about sustainable pace at the very end which is partially the reason why I'm the only host on the show this week. For starters, let's talk about our booster campaign. As many of you are aware, a few weeks back, we announced a booster campaign at booster.com slash thisagilelife, where we are selling t-shirts. A while back, we had an episode where we talked about an idea of posting the words people work here on a whiteboard, chalkboard, taped up piece of paper, on your screensaver, basically anywhere in your work area where people could see it and it could remind them that it's actually people that work here, not resources. Oftentimes in conversations around the office, we talk about resources when referring to people Uh, as a convenient mechanism for talking about the people working on teams and the roles on those teams. It's kind of a pet peeve of ours, so we wanted to have you help us drive home out there in your workplaces that it's actually people that work here. As a result, we had an idea of coming up with a t-shirt, which I designed and created on the Booster website was very easy to do if you ever want to raise money for anything at all. I I highly recommend checking out Booster.com and their t-shirt service that they offer. So we created a People Work Here t-shirt. We made it available. There's a minimum number of t-shirts that you have to sell to uh, for the t-shirts to end up being printed and then sent out to your to your boosters, to the people supporting the show. And thanks to all of your support, we surpassed our goal and the minimum of having 20 t-shirts purchased. Those t-shirts will be printed in the course, over the course of the next few days, and those will start to be mailed out to all of our supporters very soon. As a matter of fact, those shirts will begin arriving at your home 
or wherever you selected to have those shirts delivered to on or around Friday, March 21st. We we sold a total number of 27 t-shirts. Uh, we were optimistic that we could sell potentially 50 t-shirts, and we made it all the way up to 27. That was really great. Super excited about selling 27 t-shirts. A few days before we were going to reach the end of the booster campaign, I was quite worried. I was quite worried that we weren't going to make it. We weren't going to sell enough t-shirts to make the 20 t-shirt minimum. And I was not worried because we weren't going to get any money from this. We're not getting a lot of money from selling these t-shirts. But we are appreciative of the money that we are raising. And from selling these 27 t-shirts, we're going to be able to raise $250, which we will use for uh, deferring the cost of our hosting and equipment for the podcast. But I was more worried that we weren't going to be able to deliver the t-shirts to you, to our listeners who were so kind to support us and to support our booster campaign and to purchase a People Work Here t-shirt. So I'm quite pleased that we were able to reach 27 t-shirts sold. And as I said, those t-shirts will be shipping out to your homes around Friday, March 21st. I'd like to individually thank all of our boosters that purchased t-shirts. All of the hosts of This Agile Life purchased one or more t-shirts. So thank you to Jason Tice, Amos King, Nate Mackey, Craig Buchek, and Lee McCulley. Thanks guys for buying t-shirts. We also had t-shirts purchased from Travis Meisenheimer, Chris Morgan, Joe Barnes, Duke Matlock, Brian Haggard, Thomas Bryant, Nick Bimpasis, Kevin Ward, Alex Penance, Kyle Stevens, and Benjamin Canoose. Guys, thank you so much for helping us reach our goal, for, selling more, for helping us sell more than 20 t-shirts, and for helping us to raise $250 for the podcast. I'd like to move on to our next topic tonight. That topic is a retrospective for the podcast. It's been 39 episodes now that we've been doing this podcast, all the way since back in the middle of 2012. In the past four or five months, we started releasing these podcasts on a weekly basis, which has been very exciting for us. And I think it has generated quite a bit more interest in the podcast from the listening community. Our ratings on iTunes have gone up significantly, as, as have our subscribers and our number of weekly downloads. We'd like to continue getting more people to listen to the show, and we'd love for you to help us with that. We'd love for you to spread the word about this Agile life to your friends, to your coworkers, and to anyone else that you think might be interested in a podcast about Agile software development. To help us make sure that we're providing the best show we can to you, our listening audience, we want to have a retrospective with you. I'd love to invite you all over to the house to have that retrospective, but of course, that's not feasible. So as an alternative, 
to having you over to the house, I've created a SurveyMonkey questionnaire. Yay, SurveyMonkey. It's a great tool. Very easy to create surveys. If you haven't done so before, you can create them for free at SurveyMonkey.com. Our survey has a series of questions on it intended to help us learn more about what you would like to hear. We've got the three typical questions that you often hear in uh, stereotypical retrospectives. What should we stop doing? What should we start doing? And what should we continue doing? Additionally, we've included a few more questions. What topics would you like us to discuss? What guests would you like us to interview? And we'd also like to know a little bit more about what you think about the show. So we have a few more questions where we ask you to rate the quality of the audio and to rate the quality of the show content. And finally out there, our last question is to choose from a list of possible logo items that we'd like to sell on the website to help generate money to support the podcast. I've got the link to the survey in the show notes. It would be super helpful to us for you to go out there and fill in that questionnaire, that retrospective questionnaire for us. I think it will benefit you greatly because it will help us adjust what we're doing so that we can provide you the greatest amount of value via this podcast. We love doing this podcast. It's a lot of fun for us. We learn a lot doing the show. We want to keep delivering high-quality content, high-quality audio to our listening audience. And if you could just take a few moments and provide us your feedback, that would be great. Please check out the link to our SurveyMonkey questionnaire in the show notes. But don't go anywhere right now. I've got a few more things I'd like to discuss with you. Wow, you know, I'm only about 10 minutes into this show, and it's a lot harder to do a show all by yourself. It's much harder than I thought it would be. But like I said, it is something that I wanted to do. It's something that I wanted to try. And so here I am tonight recording this show for our listeners all by myself. All right. Since I am by myself, I do have one self-serving thing that I want to put out here before I go on and talk about um, sustainable pace. So I'm offering a new personal agile coaching service. This is something that I've been wanting to offer for quite a while and just haven't gotten around to doing this, but was recently inspired to go ahead and set this up. And I'm quite hopeful that some of you will be able to take advantage of this service. I've based this on a number of different uh, business coaching services that I've been taking a look at to help as a guide for providing great coaching services to you, our listening audience, or to someone that you know, someone that you work with, someone in the industry that may be able to benefit from this personal coaching service. So here's the offer. There's two tiers, two packages available of coaching. The high tier package for the person that I'll be uh, personally coaching, they'll get to have a one-hour phone call or a Skype call with me every week. We'll set that up on a recurring basis. It can happen during business hours. It can happen after business hours. It can happen on the weekend. Whatever works for the individual uh, who works with me in this personal coaching service. 
And in addition to that one hour phone call, you will have unlimited access to me via email every week with a guaranteed response the very same day that you send me an email. No matter what I'm doing, I will always give you a reply to your email on the same day. And that's the high tier package. That's the, the first tier package that I'm going to make available. And the charge for that package is going to be $600 a month. The second tier package is very similar, uh, just with less access. So the phone call is a 20-minute phone or Skype call every week. And for email, you'll have, the ac you'll have the ability to send me two email questions a week with a guaranteed response within 24 hours. And the cost for this package is $300 a month. If you decide to purchase a 12, 12 months of coaching, you'll receive two months free when you purchase all 12 months up front. I've got some more details in the show notes. I think this is a great offer. I'm hoping that some of you are able to take advantage of this. I will be working uh, to take invoices or to invoice companies. So if you're working in a company and you have access to a training budget or uh, expense account, etc., and you need to be invoiced, your company needs to be invoiced, I will be able to work with you to do that coaching on an invoice basis uh, as, as the normal course of business. So in the show notes, I've got a link to my email address, john at 9principles, N-I-N-E-P-R-I-N-C-I-P-L-E-S dot net. If you're interested in taking advantage of uh, my personal coaching service or you'd like more details, please send me an email there and I will get back to you immediately. Okay, I'm really hoping uh, that some of you will find the offer of this personal coaching service of interest and I look forward to hearing from you very soon about that. That takes us to our final topic tonight, sustainable pace. Sustainable pace is really the reason why you just have me here on the podcast hosting today. It's been quite a long week for many of the hosts of the show, including yours truly, John Sextro, and we just have not been able to coordinate schedules and get everyone together. As a matter of fact, I'm recording this at 10 p.m. on Saturday night, right before I would normally release the show on a Sunday morning. We just haven't had a chance to coordinate our schedules and get everyone together. We haven't been practicing what we often preach about sustainable pace. This, is, can, this can be a problem if you don't have a sustainable pace in your work life. Sometimes when you're doing what you love, that work doesn't seem so much like work. So if you really love what you do, I really love what I do, sometimes I overdo it. I spend too many hours in the office. I spend too many hours in my home office working on projects, working on writing, working on the podcast. And I forget that there's other important things that I need to be doing. Your health and your relation, relationship with your family those things really need to come first in your life, and we can't forget that. 
I think if I was the most successful person or the richest person in the world, but I didn't have my health and I didn't have a good relationship with my family and I didn't have any friends, what good would it be to have a great deal of money? I guess I could go buy friends. Maybe I could rent a family. Maybe I could even temporarily buy health. But I don't think that any of those things would be very long-lived. And it's one of the main reasons why Agile talks about using a sustainable pace is because we realize that your job really is just a job and that your health and your relationships with your family must come first. Here's another thing and another reason why sustainable pace is so important in Agile. Downtime is critical to refilling your creative tank. Software development can be a very creative thing. It also can be a very engineering-oriented thing. But having downtime really helps flush your internal RAM, if you will, that internal cache in your brain. And if all you're doing is working 60 or 70 hours a week, you don't have a lot of downtime during that week. You don't have a lot of time to sit and reflect. You don't have a lot of time to cultivate relationships with your family, talk on the phone with your friends, look at Facebook, interact with your friends on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You're too busy. You're working so hard at work. All you have time to do is come home, maybe eat some fast food, and then crash on the couch or go to bed and you fall out of practice with your exercise regiment, or maybe you take tennis lessons and you, you, you don't have time to go to your tennis lesson, or you're taking a painting class at the community college and you have to miss your, your painting class. All of those external things outside of our job, if we don't have those, what, what, good, what good is it to have a job? Because... At that point, your job is your whole entire life. And your job should really be the thing that motivates you or enables you to have and to have a happy rest of your life, right? You want to be able to make money so you can do things with your family, so you can live in a home and have food on the table and uh, maybe take a vacation every so often. But if all you do is work all the time, then you don't have any time to spend with your family, your friends, and to do those sorts of fun things. So there needs to be a balance. Another reason why sustainable pace is so important in Agile, one of the things that I have found is that I solve a ton of problems in my downtime. Even more so, I solve a ton of problems when I'm exercising, when I'm walking on the treadmill, when I'm walking outdoors, or when I'm just relaxing, maybe reading a book. Uh, there, it gives me that time to, to flush that internal RAM, to flush that internal cache, and to allow new thoughts to come in. If I'm working so very hard, 60, 70 hours a week, my brain is completely filled with all of the thoughts of the day. There's no time to flush that those thoughts out of my head. I spend all of my waking hours working on problems, 
solving problems, attending meetings, working in front of the computer, and I never have a chance to stop and think. Think quietly. Think without direction, allowing my mind to wander, to explore new ideas, to maybe do a Google search on something that I've been meaning to look up and watch a YouTube video of something that I've been meaning to watch. I have no time to expand my mind. My mind is so busy racing towards the goal of delivering what I'm working on. And my mind is so busy worrying about the fact that I'm working so much. I just don't have a chance for my mind to wander and creatively solve problems. So the point here is sustainable pace as much as we've talked about it before, I wanted to talk about it again on this shortened episode of This Agile Life because it is something that affected the show this week and it made it very difficult by not having a sustainable pace for me to be able to book times with the other hosts to get together and to spend just an hour and a half recording an episode of This Agile Life. I hope you'll forgive us for uh, this indiscretion. And uh, as the show's title says, do not, as I do, do not uh, sometimes sacrifice a sustainable pace for other things. This isn't a rule for everyone. Some people, as I said, they love what it is that they do. And maybe that's the most important thing in the world to them right now. And if it is, that's great. Go all, go, all, go all in. Go for it. Do everything you need to do. But if you're working in a job, you're working a normal 40-hour-a-week sort of job, focus on your sustainable pace. I think what you'll find is that you'll be slightly happier, hopefully. Hopefully you'll be slightly healthier. I think you'll find that you have more time for your family and for your friends. And maybe most importantly, I think you'll find that you have more time for you. Time to exercise, time to think, time to read, maybe even time to play a few games on your mobile phone or your tablet or your computer. It shouldn't be a reward to have downtime. I think it's a necessity to have downtime. So plan for some downtime if you don't already have it. Focus on a sustainable pace and keep living this agile life. This Agile Life is brought to you by a community of agile developers and coaches aspiring to spread the word about this groundbreaking approach to software development. Join us at thisagilelife.com forward slash community.